0: Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Well, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. And if you've chosen this one, I'm suspecting you may have a beautiful big zero birthday looming. It may be a couple of years away, but obviously clicking on this link um, and the descriptor in there about how these beautiful big zero birthdays that loom, what an incredible motivator for change they can be. But is it real? long-term sustainable change or is it just flash in the pan change and that's what i'm going to talk about today because i'm watching it particularly with my beautiful grinding midlifers that come to me that there's often their birthday that is looming is a motivator in fact our newest gutsy lady god bless her bought herself the gutsy ladies membership for her birthday and um, as a present, which is gorgeous, but it's just noticing that, you know, birthdays are an incredible reset time, or they can be if that's how they view it, but also recognizing that as we age, the zero birthdays seem to bring on even added significance and making sure that you can use this as a motivator rather than a detractor or a distractor. So in this episode today, I'm going to talk about the three reasons that I've found that these big zero birthdays are such a motivator for change. I'm also going to talk about the biggest mistake that I find anyone looming to a big zero birthday or um, a plan that they might be making for it, the biggest mistake they can make, which has impact for their years beyond. And then I'm going to talk about creating a plan beyond the big zero birthday or the big birthday that you've got as um, as your key change agent, um, once you've created that um, plan, what are the three key things that are so important that need to be in that plan? Because that's what's vital for any of us as we make a decision to change is making sure we've got a plan, um, these three elements and lots of other bits and bobs. <laughs> And the reason I'm actually sharing about this also today is that I've just designed and released a really simple, 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 simple mini course. I've called it, um, what do I want to be when I grow up? Because that's such a common question that I have from my grinding midlifers. And also that relates to what's going on for you when you've got a big birthday looming and you're feeling like you're motivated to make some change. It's about how this course is about helping you to answer that question. And it's just perfect for a big zero birthday Because it's how do you answer that question really cleverly so that the years beyond the big birthday count? In fact, they'll count more than anything on the day of the birthday. And that's so important. Okay, so number one of the reasons that I've found, so know that when I share this is I've found them with my coaching experience and my own personal life. Number one I've found is that these big zero birthdays Actually, are uh, a line in the sand, and whether you're conscious of it or not, they um, as you're coming up to a big zero, there's this like right. I've you know I may have messed around or dicked around here doing A, B, and C, but when I'm this person at that age, wow, I am no longer going to be the same person beyond it. Now, what's really crazy about that <laughs> is that if you don't have a plan to be different beyond it of course you're going to revert. And, you know, that's not a big thing if you love, you know, my grinding midlifers are those um, midlife women, and they can be men, who have uh, sort of come to this beautiful phase of midlife and instead of gliding through it, they find like they're trudging through mud or they're having lots and lots of questions coming up that they don't have an answer for and they don't know who to ask for the answers and so they feel quite stuck. So if that is you and you've got a looming zero birthday, then one of the things that can be happening is that there's this um, conscious or unconscious line in the sand that you've drawn for yourself. And that is something that will allow us to motivate because that's what humans are looking for. It's like a deadline, right? How many of us out there absolutely do um, sweet F.A.? (laughs) <laughs> even though that the, you know the deadlines there but as you get closer and closer and closer and often i find it like 12 weeks out from a deadline depending on the scale of the deadline oh i better get my act together and yet you've had 12 months to do it um and so that's number one is that be aware that you've already got like a reset like it's a clock um where you feel that this big zero birthday is going to be a reset for you so If you feel like you want to be a different person beyond that birthday, then you better listen up to the rest of this podcast. (laughs) Okay. So a second thing, and I've noticed this obviously for myself, um, my next big zero birthday, it has got a six in front of it. Um, And I am gliding in midlife and I know that I'm gliding in my life because I'm excited for that birthday. If you're a grinding midlifer, you are dreading or you've got some sense of doom for your next big zero birthday because you're actually feeling like, you know, the weight of that birthday. And what is the weight about? I believe it's very much around the expectations that you had on yourself that when, um, again, consciously or unconsciously, something you're aware of could be down in your operating system in your subconscious. Um, By this age, it might be when you hit 40, when you hit 50, when you hit 60, when you hit 70, when you hit 80. And yes, I am working with clients that their next big zero birthday has an eight in front of it. God bless them. And um, the thing is, if you've got these subconscious expectations of who you thought you would be, where you thought you would be, who you would think you would be living with, the stuff that you thought you would be doing, if all of those unconscious or conscious expectations are sitting out there at that zero and you have not got a matching life that mirrors what that next big zero is about, then of course there is a weight to this. And so what we want to use is that weight as something that motivates us rather than something that can really take us down. Because if you are finding that you are dreading this next birthday and you've now heard what I've said and it's like, wow, I think that could be me. I will guarantee that there are some emotional habit loops that are already brewing for you, depending how close this birthday is, that are actually like the Birthday, um, and it could be the birthdays leading up to the big zero, are starting to create such an emotional habit loop for you, a negative emotional habit loop, that you start to take yourself down further and further, which makes you go away from the person you're wanting to be at that zero and beyond. So, really watch that. And this is the thing that to me, the weight is also around a sense of time actually running out. And it's such a load of crap. If you've got even for my beautiful um, seventy, she's seventy six years of age. This client, even for her, if you, could you imagine still having and wanting a life coach at that age in your uh, stage in your life? It, it's it's so beautiful to work with her. And one of the things that I love is that she fully appreciates that yes, she's got less years ahead of her than she's lived but the the thought that that is going on is not a weight that sort of brings her down it motivates her to move forward because it's absolute bunkum that your time is running out and the reason i say that is i want i'm going to give you a little list of some very simple things that can be achieved in 12 months or less okay number 1 i ran an ultra marathon with just over seven months of training. And that was from couch to an ultra. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I'm just showing you at 55 years of age, it was entirely possible to do it. That was under eight months. So seven months to do that. You can absolutely write a book in under 12 months. You can write a book in under three months. It's all about the plan you've got, the dedication you've got. And if this is an absolute want goal of yours, you can learn the basics, like really be able to learn a new language in under 12 months. Um, Does that mean you can be fluent in it? Absolutely. And again, it's based on what your plan is and how much time you give it over the 12 months. Um, you can renovate a whole house in 12 months or under. You can actually build a whole house. Um, and I'm talking about a not a grand designs house, but a a standard home. Um, once you've got it through council approval, <laughs> you literally can build a brand new home in under 12 months. Um, um, I'm just seeing if there's anything else here on my list. They're the main ones that I had. Oh, you can complete a master's degree if you've got the pre-study. You can complete a, um, a master's degree or you can complete any study that could literally change the trajectory of your life in under 12 months. And this is what's so cool. I mean, I work with clients over a 12-month period. I only ever have um, three one-to-one clients any one time. But I can tell you the, the life that they have created over that 12 months of working together, they are literally a totally different piece, person. And here's another thing. Do you remember that it is um 10 months roughly that we can create a whole new being that's gestation for creating a baby right it's it's under 12 months so if you feel that you know time is running out and you've got no time left call yourself out on that bs because it's not true and especially in these days the days and age we've got you have so much access to so many amazing tools that can help you to move forward So is that one of the reasons that you might be finding some real weight um, in a big zero birthday that's looming? Now, is that going to be something that motivates you now that you recognize this, or are you still going to be detracted and distracted from it? Now, the third thing is along a similar theme about time is running out. But this I find even more important, particularly once you get over the 50s what we call them, the fatal fifties, the slippery sixties. I don't even know what the seventies and eighties are, but I will, can I guarantee this? Probably not, but I would be very surprised if there's anyone listening to this podcast who is over 50 years of age, definitely over 60, who has not experienced the loss of someone important in your life. Um, in in my experience, like this year, I lost two beautiful girlfriends and they both died before they hit 56 and um, before, well, one before she hit 57 actually, but still so, so, so young. But that sense of mortality that is looming as I hit my 60s, but every single day that I'm living now without them on the planet, I can promise you I am using that as a motivator, not a detractor for what I want to get out of life. Because let's be honest, the closer we get to the nineties and the hundreds, our chances of dying are increasing. Yes. But what do you want to do about it? Are you going to use that as a motivator or are you going to use it as a distractor or a distraction And, you know, the three things I've just mentioned there, um, the weight that can be around the big zero birthday because you feel like you're running out of time. The um the fact that you think that, the, you know, this is this is a line in the sand. The zero that's coming is going to be a reset. and um, the third thing is like subconsciously being so aware of your myta- mortality. I think this is why these big zero birthdays that loom are such a beautiful opportunity for us. So I hope if you've come on to listen to this and there was there was a negative attachment to you about your next big zero birthday, I would really hope that by now you can see that there's more opportunity in what's coming for you than not and this is you know this is exactly what this little mini course that i've created is about because if there was ever a time for you to answer the question what do i want to be when i grow up if that's something that you're answer- asking yourself consciously or unconsciously why would you delay it any longer <laughs> So I said I would also share the biggest mistake that I see with my grinding midlifers. And this is one of my beautiful gutsy ladies at the moment. She has a fabulous big zero birthday looming. And when she joined up for um, gutsy ladies, that was one of the key motivators for her was that she was heading into this birthday, and it's weeks away now. And the thing that I have loved so much about watching her – is that coming into the program and using that motivation of the zero, she has actually changed the perspective about what this birthday is. And this is um, comes into what I'm saying about the biggest mistake my grinding midlifers make. They see the opportunity of a big zero birthday to make big change, but they only see it for what everything is on that day or the weekend uh, or even the week celebration that they have but they haven't created a plan for who they really want to be beyond it. Even though leading up to it, they're like, yes, I'm going to use this birthday to be that big catalyst and I'm never going to be that old person again. I'm really going to level up and, and become the person I really wanted to be at this age and beyond. But they don't have a plan for it. And this is what I love so much about this gorgeous woman, is that coming into the program and gifting herself that um, this program for her she's actually not been able to keep the accountability, not just keep the accountability in there to make sure that her birthday and the celebrations that she has created around this, and this beautiful person has got a 6-0 looming, um, she's created this gorgeous weekend and it's going to, it is going to tick so many boxes for her and now she has such a cracking um, appreciation for the life that she wants beyond it and she's got a plan for it. Because she's recognised that everything leading up to this birthday has been all about becoming the sort of person she wants to be beyond the birthday. And you need a plan for that. So that's the biggest mistake that I watch my grinding midlifers do. You know, they come, you know, quite excited to what we call a sport. Of, it's, a, it's an element of a finish line, isn't it? Isn't it? That decade that we've just finished up is behind us. And now we move forward into the next decade And they're really focused on what the birthday is and even the week around it. But what's beyond it? What's my plan for beyond it? How do I keep myself as this new person? And this is the sort of stuff that, you know, this little mini course helps you to just quickly identify. And that's what I'm now going to share with you. The three things that I think are vital for you if you've decided now through this podcast that, yep, I've got my head straight on what this next looming birthday is and I really want it to be significant. Well, the three things that you need in your plan for moving forward beyond the beautiful day, week, month, I do have some girlfriends that have month celebrations, good on them. The three things that you have to have in your plan moving forward. Number one, you need to make sure that you your whole approach to this birthday is not just about one area of your life. You need to make sure that you revisit all areas of your life because they're all interlinked and that the goal that you've got for this birthday and the person you want to be is very much a want goal, something that you definitely want yourself and not a should goal. Classic example, coming up to a big zero birthday, you're probably going to want some, you know, if going by the classic experiences that I've had for my clients, you know, it's like shedding kilos and increasing your movement, um, maybe shedding humans, um, you know, that just some really important things that you feel you should be doing to mark the start of the next decade or the ne- in the next time moving forward but when i get the opportunity to really quiz my clients on what is this about often they're coming from what i call shouldville rather than wantville so that's what my mini course is really cleverly designed to do is to help you to identify what's the shouldville stuff that's going on for you oh i should be looking like this feeling like this having these sort of things around me at this big birthday versus what do i really want What do I I really, really want from this birthday and beyond? Because if you're wanting to change, it's because you're wanting to shed an old identity and bring in a new identity, shed an old you and bring in a new you. Well, make sure (laughs) this new you is about you and for you and absolutely resonates in your heart for you. Because if you don't, I can almost guarantee you, your plan will fail. Because shouldville is full of failed plans, wantville is full of absolute, you know, stepping stones to the true happiness and contentment. And, you know, all of this is around clarity, right? And if you're feeling stuck right now, it's because you're not clear. And if you're not clear on what you want, then I would encourage you to do this little mini course because it's going to help you to get clear on what you really want. So make sure, number one, that your plan is around the wants and desires for the new you for the next decade and beyond. The second thing is about clarity, about getting clear. And it's not just thinking it intermittently. It's doing some really beautiful practices that are time-honoured that you need to get as clear as clear as clear and clear about it that means using using visualization techniques it is um setting yourself up to even be able to visualize see in your mind's eye exactly who you want to be and what you want to have and what you want to be experiencing now using visual tools like pinterest like other forms of um like vision boards um but writing it down, getting super, super, super clear on what you want and even using visualisation as a tool to actually get clear on what you want because, to be fair, that can be some of the problems with the clarity. And that's what I cover. I do a little visualisation practice within my mini course. And it's, you know, I, I know from clients' feedback to me and I know in my own experience when I can get super clear on what I want, when I can lie in bed in the morning and just mentally rehearse and visualize how I want my day to be, therefore, you know, how my life will unfold because, of course, your life is just a series of days, right? It, just getting so clear on it actually just breeds so much confidence, um, so much joy, it, it is honestly, it is just a beautiful technique to bring in. So just make sure you can get really clear on it. And if you're not getting clear on it, find some practices or get this course so you can actually get really clear. So number one, make sure it's want driven, not should driven. Number two, make sure you get really clear, um, write as much down as you have to, even share it with people that you trust and love. The third is the most important piece to any plan moving forward. What is the accountability you're going to have? Now, at the very least, sharing what you want with someone you trust and love, that's the very least, right? And sharing it not just once in a whisper, but constantly sharing it with them and even setting up a mechanism where they check in on you once a week. How are you going with that? Um, that's the very least. But what other tools of accountability have you, ha- you got? Um, see, how good are you at your own self accountability? I know for myself, I'm pretty good, but not awesome at it. And because of that, I'm like most other humans, I use other people for accountability. And that's exactly what my gutsy ladies community is, you know, definitely evolved most into. There is nothing more beautiful than being with a group of other women who are doing really cool stuff in their midlife, and the, each other are helping each other be accountable to each other. Oh, but last week you said you were going to do that. Isn't that interesting? And there's, there's, there's no judgment. That's another really important thing. If Whoever you bring in as your accountability piece, make sure that there's not a judgment or um, what I call a flogging of you if you don't meet the mark. Because what I have found with my grinding midlife is their level of self-compassion is generally pretty low. They can be very hard on themselves and they may attract other people in their life who would like to actually point out stuff like them for them in a negative sense, but they're not in their life to help them, like build them up when they've sort of missed the mark a little bit because that is part of the change process. It's not like you flick a switch and immediately you become this person that you want to become. It doesn't happen overnight. But when you look back over the months it's taken, it feels like it's happened overnight, but not when you're starting. So how are you going to keep yourself accountable? How are you going to make sure that the person that you are so excited that you are now becoming for this next decade and beyond, or the next birthday, it could be just, it doesn't have to be a zero birthday, right? It could be just one of the next birthdays in our midlife cycle. If, if, if you want to become someone different there, you want to be doing different things, experiencing different things and having different things, then make sure that you have got processes for accountability And if you are going to back and use the processes you've used in the past, but they've never really worked, then know that you're planning to fail. And this is probably the area that I want to really finish off right now. That um, I mean, there's a whole new podcast coming, uh, sorry, episode basically around this topic. But I want to introduce it here because it has staggered me at how beautifully affirming Women's communities can be when you're in with the right intent, and that's what I'm witnessing for my gutsy ladies. And I'll witness it also with the women who I'm choosing to spend as much time as possible with in my midlife. I am choosing the women that affirm the choices I want to make. And the thing that dawned on me the other day you may have other communities, I'm going to call them old you communities, um, and these. Sometimes I've found in my old life, some of these can actually come about from, um, you know, uh, your children's um, parents, friends, and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that sometimes as we move through midlife, we are going to want to be different from who we've been. And what I've really started to appreciate is some of the people that are in the old you communities may not appreciate you moving forward as the new you. Now, that is actually nothing to do with you. That is their, as I say, that's their crap, but it can be really hard. So what I find so important is it's not necessarily to remove yourself from those old you communities, but be really aware that having a new you community is so affirming, it will bolster you through the change process. And it is actually about non-judgment because for most of us, There are very few people in our life that love us unconditionally. And if they love us unconditionally, you know that place. It is if you want to become someone different, have something different, whatever, they're not going to judge you for it. They're going to let you have your head. And that's what I'm talking about. When in this older stage of our life that we are wanting to do some changes that feel really, really hard. And for some of my women, this is the first time, they are absolutely breaking out of their old mould. Whatever you do, make sure that you are in communities or you have people in your life that unconditionally affirm the choices that you want. Does that mean they might agree? They agree with everything you're doing? Not necessarily, but that's not their life. It's up for you to explore it and see where you land. And that's the ultimate friendship, isn't it? That's the ultimate true love that any of us can have in our life. Anyway, didn't mean to finish as deep on there, but hopefully that is something that's spoken to you. And if you've got a looming birthday and it may have a zero attached it, it may be just a big birthday, which has got a bigger number in front of it, I hope this episode has helped you to understand why it could have some weight, but most importantly, how you can move fl- through it with more gliding, with more ease and more grace and ultimately with more joy, because that's really what all of us are seeking, joy and contentment. Have a cracking day. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Do you think you've actually got a fear or a confusion around the whole concept of retirement? You may actually have a bit of retirement denial. Well, I'd love you to download my free guide how to remove retirement denial. Click on the link in the show notes in your podcast app. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who may just need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.